we'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet today and would also like to pay our respects to Elders past and present. Hi, and welcome to Tales from the Swamp. I'm Rachel. And I'm Danielle. And welcome to today's show. We have uh, Deb Brooks joining us for an interview about Bayside Community Relief. And to start off the show, we have Clang Carousel from Austria, and they are playing Shipwreck, which is a fantastic song. Enjoy. Hello, my name is Dave Graney. I am an underworld musician of many years standing. I'm here to ask you to tune into my fellow traveller, my comrade, Radio Karam. Hi, you're back at Radio Karam, and that was Clan Carousel uh, from Austria with the song Shipwreck. And today we have Deb Brooks on the show, and uh, we're interviewing her. From She's from Bayside Community Relief. Hi, Deb. How are you going? Thanks for joining us. Do you want to tell us a little bit about what you do? Well, the charity started purely as a Facebook page initially, mm-hmm. um, just as a community group during the bushfires of um, 2020. And we had about 1,000 members day one, 5,000 at the end of week one, um, and it ended up somewhere around 6,300 members, and there were little literally hundreds of plus people actively um, gathering requested goods and we were doing, oh God, collections for all sorts of things and we had deliveries going out daily to various organisations that that needed support, Um, a lot in Gippsland, some up up closer, um, not to Mallacoota but nearby. and, and, and like all over Victoria. Um, so bushfires wound down and, and I, I sort of handed over the model to the council saying, look, this is something that all councils can get um, their local communities involved in. And yes. I was told, no, you've got to do it on your own um, and you've got to become a charity. And it's like right through the bushfires, I had solicitors onto me, I had banks onto me, I had all sorts of people saying, you've got to be a charity and I resisted. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went, yeah, no, not going to become a charity. So and Deb, Deb, what you focus on is targeted relief, is that right? Like It's targeted, yeah, so totally. So can you explain to us what targeted relief actually means? Um, we only request what is what is actually needed, not just what people assume um, that may be needed in, in the case of an emergency. And it can be emergencies such as bushfires. It can be someone losing their house. Um, we do not-for-profit aged care, uh, which is vulnerable, you know, the most vulnerable elderly in the community. We do um, domestic violence, a lot for children, um, and also men that get overlooked, uh, as well as women, obviously. Um, and we do homelessness. I, I, those three are ongoing. We're going to take a break and we're going to listen to a uh, local artist from the Mornington Peninsula. Her name is Tula and she won the Triple J competition and this is her song, OK. Hi, this is Matt Joe Gow and you're listening to Radio Karam, which is local community internet radio. And uh, we were having a chat about community radio earlier and how important it is to Melbourne. 
how important it is to the scene here, the music scene, but also the wider community. So check out Radio Karam, tune in. Okay, so that was Tula from the Mornington Peninsula, a local artist who we'd love to have on the show because I'm not too sure I'm saying her name right and that was the song Okay and now we're back to Deb. So when you're talking about targeted relief, um, how do you go about finding out what it is that's actually needed by your charity organisation? Um, well, with with the three ongoing initiatives, we we mostly do packs, and um, I've spoken to organisations that hand these packs out to the end user. We don't necessarily have to come in contact with the recipients of these packs. Um, if we were going to deal with in- individuals, it would just be ridiculously time consuming and we wouldn't be able to help as many people so we will go to an organization see where they're they're struggling to meet you know what they're struggling to meet the demands of um, and also design the packs go through with them and add things take things out whatever and we've basically got this set formula okay Um, well so uh, what for uh, example what would you find in a pack say if you were going to give (laughs) to like someone who's experiencing domestic violence um well Oh, God, the adults' packs differ to the children's packs. Um, but the adults' packs uh, for the women will have a, a clean pair of new underwear, um, which is things that people don't think about <laughs> other people needing. Um, it, it will have all your toiletries like shampoo, like smaller sized shampoos, conditioners, soaps, toothbrush, toothpaste, hairbrush. Um, Depending what else we get, um, we might do some nail care or um, sometimes we get moisturisers and things given to us, so we'll put that in. Um, a, fa- a clean face washer they get. Um, oh, goodness. The, the list is pretty long depending on Sounds like the situation. It. Yeah. Oh, um, wonderful. Deb, what, and, what can I ask, like, what is it about you, like your involvement that started like what was it inside you that started this process happening that that made you that triggered the thought of hey I want to do something to help out in the community uh well I've been involved in charity work since I was a kid and on on social media especially you see a lot of people that mean well but they do it wrong um and there's people that make assumptions of what is needed and and they're collecting things that are just basically put into landfill um and uh, I mean, oh, sorry, I've got the dog at the door. That's <laughs> She's right. me What's the dog's name? Oh, Poppy. My daughter's just getting it. <laughs> oh, oh, Poppy, stop distracting sorry. us. <laughs> totally, totally. Um, so, no, I, I, I've seen a lot of people doing it, but meaning well, but doing it wrong. So I went, you know what, let's, let's target this. Let's involve the community the right way. And let's find out directly from these organisations what they need um, sort of stop it just being a rubbish dumping exercise where people just throw yeah I, I don't you know a, a lot of things that we do call for are what people have around their house already um which is great but don't throw in all this extra stuff that we don't need um because so basically, it won't be used yeah and basically don't if you don't um don't bring in anything that's opened or used or has yeah. holes in it and things like that Totally, because these the people that we we give to, um, they're all highly traumatised. Um, different levels of trauma. Some is long term neglect. Some is long term abuse. Um, some people are suicidal. So you've got to be very careful what you give them. You, I mean, no sharps for one. Um, and yes, nothing used because that doesn't help. You know, Anybody. their self worth. Exactly. No, it it doesn't help their self worth at all, especially with children. 
Um, you know, that these children have seen all sorts of, of horrors in, in the house that they've escaped from. And then to give them a toy that's broken or has some other kid's name on it or, you know, scribbled on, no. Yeah, it's not acceptable. You, if you don't no. give it, if you can't give it to your grandmother, then don't give it away. That's what I would say. Um, yeah. Deb, you know, I was thinking, um, what would you like to tell the listeners today? Like, if there's anything that you need, uh, any help or anything that you need with the community at the moment? Um, well, our, our main messages get out through our active um, Facebook group. It's just literally called Bayside Community Emergency Relief. Um, and look for the, the logo with the beach behind it because that's we've got a page and a group, so that's the more active. Uh, we've got over seven and oh, – sorry, what am I saying? 4,700 members. Um, so look for that one and, and we will post regular updates and regular call-outs. We have volunteering sessions that we always welcome new people for. Um, we have ongoing activities of um, making various items like um, drawstring bags for domestic violence, sanitary packs – stuffed toys um you know beanie scarves okay. uh etc etc so if you want to do something at home especially in the winter months um feel free and do something at home we have got some wool and some fabrics we can hand out to people not a lot but um we have been donated some um but people can help by like joining our facebook group spreading the word the more yeah. members we have the more the word gets out and, and the more people will help and help the right way Yes, exactly. And also, it would be good also to be maybe have some more people on the committee. Is that right? Um, in, in time, yes. Um, we've got – there's seven of us at the moment, so we've got space for one more person to come on to our committee. Uh, but we have to figure out <laughs> um, what role that person would fulfil. And, and to me, it would be um, something more front of house, like getting involved with, with the initiatives maybe and, and helping out there. Um because we've got a lot of support behind the scenes with with with, with Treasury and, um, oh, I've forgotten the name of it now, governance um, and all the rest of it. And we've got, a, I mean, we've even got a web, web page um, designer. So we've got a lot of support behind the scenes, but we probably need more uh, at front. Absolutely. So today, Deb, we're going to ask you uh, one of your songs that you're going to pick today and what it means to you. Uh, one was like Eleanor Rigby. That's right. Um, what a fantastic song. And why, yeah. why did you choose that, Deb? Um, if, if people listen to the words of that song, it's about this woman who was, was alone and lonely and, and basically died alone along with her name. <laughs> mm. And do you, um, why, why, why did you choose that song? Was that because you did do Meals on Wheels? Uh, well, like that's when I was a kid. Yeah, I used to be. That song used to upset me because <laughs> um, we do. I mean, we do. I did meals on meals, but meals on wheels with my mum, and and we used to see all these very lonely elderly in in their houses mm. and give them food. And no one should have to end their lives like that, or that's even live a life even even early on. You don't. You know, it's in this day and age. Yeah. You know, it's just it's devastating. Hi everybody. This is Wit from Spiderbait. When I'm passing through Karam, aside from slowing down to 50 kilometres an hour and reminisces about doing the Eel Race Road Rumba or the Watley Street Wiggle, I like to tune in to Radio Karam and get down with the good vibes. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nights. 
IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. Tell us a bit more about um, what you were just saying about women living on their own. Oh, well, I mean, when you see some of the people in society, and it's not necessarily just the elderly, I mean, the homeless, the... um, uh, the elderly that that have no family around them anymore. Um, I mean, even kids that live on the streets. People mm. shouldn't have to be alone. Exactly. Uh, so, and, and there is there is support out there. A lot don't know how to get the support or, or the right places to go to. Um, we get a, We do get quite a few inquiries from individuals. Um, but I, I guide them to the correct organisations that can help them best because we don't have funding. We're all we're 100% voluntary run, so um, we we don't have things like vouchers for electricity and phone and, and whatever. But I will put them onto organisations that do. So if people wanted to donate anything at the moment, like what are you in need of and where would they take it? Um. We, well, as I said, we do the call out through our Facebook group. Um, and we have donation stations located around Melbourne. Um, um, I'm just trying to think. We've got Chelsea Heights Community Centre, which is probably the closest to your area. Um, we've got your dentistry on the PN Highway in Mentone, uh, Community Bank Hyatt, uh, Parkdale Pantry, uh, our headquarters in Bignall Road, um, Bentley East, um, and also we've got a few private homes that um, people can drop to if that's easier for them. And I only give out those addresses as we um, book drops in. So we're just going to ask, is there a specific time or incident or somebody you helped that has stuck with you and that you would share with us today? Um, I think because we don't deal directly with the end recipient. Um, we have in a few cases given items out privately to domestic violence families, but we, we don't get to meet them. I think probably the saddest um, thing that stuck with me was, was through the hard lockdowns of COVID. We were working in with um, Connect Health um, and there was actually a couple of families that, they, that were living in cars. Uh, one was a family with one parent and and I think it was four or five children um, and they were living in a car and they all had COVID. Mm. So um, they they were actually put in, yeah, they were actually um, put into a room. They had nothing. They had absolutely nothing. So we got the community to come together. We got them bedding. We got them clothes. We got them, I think it was around um, Halloween from memory. Um, Somebody in in the community even bought a little Halloween basket in for their youngest child that was about four and and put some chocolate in. And I went, you know what, this family (laughs) deserves more than a few blocks. So we filled up the whole bucket so they could they could. or treat in their room <laughs> if they felt well enough. Um, you know, some some lady also was stuck at home and, and uh, yeah, feeling extremely dire. So we got her um, some supplies of, of a hobby that she enjoyed, and we we got a thank you note after that, um, which actually she was considering suicide. So that that hobby material that that we got to her actually got her through um, psychologically um, and gave her the mental support she needed. Um, So there's been, I mean, there's been a lot um, of really, really sad stories out there. And how do you cope? How do you cope with that at the end of the day? What do you do do for yourself to keep yourself buoyant and helping others? (laughs) 
Um, I, I have no idea. I just keep going. Because um, <laughs> when, I, when I don't have to do work on, on the charity, I have to do my own work uh, because I'm actually self-employed. So <laughs> I sort of go between that the charity, my kids, my pets, um, fixing my house, which is in dire need of repairs at this stage. Um, so I, I just keep going on one thing or another. All right. Well, thank you, Deb, for your time today. I think it's been really interesting to hear about the target of relief. Thanks so much, Deb, for having the Easy. time. Hope you have a lovely rest of the day. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for your time. Thanks okay. so much, Deb. See ya. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, now we're going to wrap up our show and we're going to – I'm going to introduce you to one of my favourite songs, which is about wanting to change your name because your parents chose the name Paul, which I think is fair enough because if you're called Rachel in the 70s, pretty much every second person was called Rachel. So I can relate to this song very much. It's from Draft and he's a rapper from Perth and, he's, and the song is called Jimmy Ricard. Hey everybody, this is Art Alexakis from the band Everclear, and it's good to be talking to you here at Radio Carom. <laughs> 